All right, Shabbos, say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors for this morning. Should to thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Menachimav. Benjamin and Elise Wallabar Yisrael for dedicating all the Sherman Drushels this month in honor of Maishi Ibramson and Jeremy Lassen for all they do for making our Shi'urim available for those beyond the physical confines of our base measures. To thank Jack Bennett for dedicating all the Sherman Drushels this month in memory of Sergeant Nikolai Rappaport of the Givati Brigade who died in the Hezbollah ambush in southern Lebanon in February 1998. And to thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Nathan and Beth Adler, in memory of, in, in honor of Nathan's father, of Nathan's father, Baruch Mordechai Ben Moreno Rav Nason. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshama Slav and Aliyah, and the families in the Chamer. So with that, let us begin a lot to do today. Today's daf is page Zion 87. We are picking up in Meretz HaShem on page Vav Amad Beis 86b, about 18 lines up from the bottom. So the Gemara says as follows, V'chin Amar Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Hanina Amrei Shlakish Halacha Rabbi Lazar Begitten. Bosses, remember again, we were reintroduced. We haven't seen Rabbi Lazar for a little while in the Masechta. Rabbi Lazar is the opinion that holds Eidei Nesira Karsi, that ultimately, again, it is the witnesses who see, who witness the giving over of the get, who ultimately, again, create the effectiveness of the get. So now the Gemara is weighing in on this and saying that Halacha Lamaisa, we pass like Rabbi Lazar. So does halacha follow by gitten or not? While this question was asked before it was answered, Rafuna passed away. Amrle Rabba Bray, Haki Amra Abba, this is what my father said, Mishmeh Dirava, Halacha Krabalazar begin. The Allah Rabbalazar Aidi Misira Karsi, for Abbasina became Bidava, Bidva Halach Mushrabin Amru, and the rabbis who are experts in matters of Halacha said in the name of Rabinu Rabbi Danasya Amar Halach Krabalazar begin. The Allah Fazrabalazar begin, Dumrav Khan Barguya Amarav, Halacha Krabalazar begin. Okay, so what say? So it seems to be consensus opinion now is coming, coming, forming around or circling around Rabbi Lazar that Talacha is Eidei Mesira Karsi. So Ikadami, alternate version of this, says Our friends who are experts in Halacha, Vitamide Rabenu Mishuma Rabenu Amru Halacha Krabbe Lazar Begin. Damrav Chista Amrav Chama Bar Gurio Amrav Halacha Krabbe Lazar Begin. V'chein Ki Aser Rabin Amrav Lazar Amrav. Halacha, Krabi Elazar, begin. So we'll say the takeaway message over here, right, is that the halacha follows Rabbi Elazar by Gittin. And this is in fact how the Rambam Paskins, the Paskins that by Gittin, the Iker Eidim, the primary witnesses which create the effectiveness of the get, are the Eidim Sira, are the witnesses who actually witness the actual giving over of the get from husband to wife. Now, that being said, even though we hold a day Mesira Karsi, nevertheless, remember, we always have witnesses who sign on the get as well. Why? Remember again, that goes back for the benefit of society. What's the benefit to society? Because remember again, what happens if you can't get hold of the Eide Mesira? Right? What happens if the Eide Mesira die? What happens if the, if the, if the get now or someone is overseas? So remember again, as much as we say that it's the Eidei Mesiru who create the effectiveness of the get, it is the Eidei Chasimah who sign on the get, 
who allowed this get to be legitimized and upheld should it be contested sometime later on. And even if you can't find the Eden Nisira, the get itself is validated from within the document itself. Incredible. Mishnah. Shnaim Shashalchu Shnegin Shavin. Interesting case here. Well, see, imagine for a moment you have two couples with the same names, right? Two Ruvains married to two Rachels. So what happens? Ben is Arvu. And now the Sirvah says, so you have two, 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 two identical Gitten, right? Ruvain to Rachel. And again, let's assume everything is the same. So they live in the same locations, same names, getting divorced on the same day. So there are two Gitten, there are two Gitten that exist, to two Ruvain, ben, to two Ruvain divorcing Rachels. What happened? Ben is Arvu. The Gitten get mixed up and have to make things more complicated. So we'll say, remember again, this is talking about a case where now the Gitten had been written, right? So let's even assume for a moment, same sofa, right? So the Gitten had been written. So two Gitten exist. So I'll say, so what do you do? Now the Gitten had been mixed up. Now remember again, a Gitten has to be written in Shema. So what, what do you do in each of these situations? No saying Shneim Lazu, Ushneim Lazu. So actually, interesting idea. You give both Gitten to Rachel one and both Gitten to Rachel two. In other words, give them both, give them, give both documents to both women. This way, ensuring that each woman received the get that is hers. Therefore, again, if one of the documents is lost, Hari Hasheni Bato. So obviously, if you lose one of the documents, the problem is this whole, this whole process doesn't work. Right? So technically speaking, they could both get divorced as long as they're both able to be in receipt of both documents. Chamisha shekasu klal besocha gets one another interesting case of outside. If you have five people, five men who wrote who are all divorcing their wives, all divorcing their wives, not the same names, not the same names, right? Group of friends, they do everything together, right? So Lamaisa now they are divorcing their wives together. So they decide, you know what? Let's get a group rate, and they decide why go ahead, right? These are conservationist guys, terrible husbands, terrible husbands, right? But very concerned about the environment, so they only want to write. You want to use one piece of parchment. Let's just use one document to put everything in it. So Chamisha shekas fuklab So you have five people who wrote together within a get. Ish ploni megarish plonis. Uploni Plonis. So I say, so imagine the following situation. It has a list of names. Ruven is divorcing Rachel. And Shimon is divorcing Leah. And Levi is divorcing Bela. And they keep going, right? They list all the names. Va'idim Milamata. And ultimately the witnesses sign on the bottom of this document. Kulan Ksherim. Ultimately, again, all, so it works. Well, well, we'll see the parameters in which it works. And that document, again, remember, there's only one document. So obviously, the, so now the Mishnah says the get could be effective. So what happens now? You have to give that document to each woman. Because remember, again, there's only one get. So you give it to one woman, number one. She receives it, gives it back. Because right? remember, again, I'm going to say, a woman doesn't have to hold on to her get. Right? The idea is she has to receive it, be able to guard it. But technically speaking, she doesn't have to go ahead and keep it. Now, again, it's a good idea for her to keep it, you know, just, just to have a record of what occurred. So what's happening over here is you're divorcing each of these women with the same document. However, again, if there is a separate toface written for each of these women, and the witnesses sign on the bottom, only the bottom one, which the Edim are attached to, are going to be kosher. So again, okay, we'll have to see exactly what that means if there's a toe face that is written for each of them. But somehow, again, if, if so, I'll say it seems to be with Mishnah saying over here is 
if all of them, right, if the gin are, if the gas for each of them are kind of combined together, and the Edim sign on the bottom, technically speaking, that works. That works. If, however, the Gitin are separate and distinct within that one document, only the bottom one, to which the, witness, to which the signatures of the witnesses are, are close to, only that one is kosher, the rest are not. You know, we'll, we'll see the parameters of this in the Gimara. Gimara, Mantan, who is the, who is the opinion? Amra Birmiya, Delo Krebalazar, Di Krebalazar, Keva Namar Edim Sirakarsi, so most remember again, we're referencing now the first case in the Mishnah. First case in the Mishnah is you have two identical gitin. Two identical gitin, right? Two Ruvains divorcing their wives, Rachel. The gitin get mixed up. So the Mishnah said, no problem. Just go ahead and give both documents to both women. And we know for sure everybody's getting the get that they need to receive. Igmar says, this clearly does not reflect the view of Rabbi Elazar, Edim Mesir Karsi, like we just established in the Gemara, right? Why? Because according to Elazar, it would seem to be that the witnesses who are seeing the get being given over have to know which get is affecting divorce. So the Gemara says, "By Amar Afil Tim Rabbi Elazar, Eimut by Rabbi Elazar, Ksivalishma, Ksivalishma Bivai." We'll say it could even be Rabbi Elazar. In other words, remember again, Rabbi Elazar's model of Edim Mesir Karsi. Remember again, what he requires is that the writing of the get has to be lishma. The giving over of the get need not be lishma. So therefore, again, we know that in this case you have two gitten that were in fact written lishma. What's my problem? What's my problem? I don't know which is which. So again, they're both written. In other words, there's not a problem with the actual writing of the get. The writing of the get we feel is effective. I just don't know whose is whose. So again, even according to Balazs, who holds Eidim Karsi. Both witnesses will witness, or I should say the witnesses will witness both getting being over, given over. We know that one of those getting is the correct lishma get for each of the women. And Shalom Yisrael. Incredible. Chamisha shakasvu klal. So the Gemara says, Hechi dami klal, hechi dami tofes. So the Mishnah says essentially like this. If you have five men writing their getting within one piece of parchment, if they write it, it was called klal, right, all together, right, then it works. If they write it tofes, tofes seems to sound like individualized gin within that one piece of parchment, it's not good. So the Gemara says, explain to me the case of klal, explain to me the case of tofes. So what's an interesting machlok. If there's one date, in other words, one date on the top of the get, one zman, then ultimately that's called klal. That's clear, I will say, I will say I will, let's be clear. What's, what's driving this? In other words, what's the, what, what are we looking for? In other words, in order for this joint get, right, to be valid, what do I need? So what I need is, I need the signatures of the witnesses on the bottom to somehow be attached to all of the names, all of the couples above. That, that's what I need. That's what I'm driving at over here. Because otherwise... I would say, otherwise, if the witnesses are just attached to the bottom one, so in other words, let's, let's work backwards. Clearly, I will say, which one will be a valid get? Which one will be a valid get? The bottom one, right? Why? Because that's the one that has the witnesses right under it. Right? The bachelor's, that's going to work. So let's assume we have five guys over here. So get number five, the bottom get, pretty much is going to be good. The shadow is going to be on the previous four. So how do we go ahead and create a document where the bottom signatures of the witnesses so are attached to all of the getting listed above? So that's what's called klal. Klal means they're all, they're all grouped together so that the signatures on the bottom work for everything above it. So what's the definition of klal? Rabbi Yochanan says, Zman echad. 
one date. One date. When you have one date at the top of that document, I will say, and not individual dates before the names of each of the couples, that indicates that what? This is one joint document. The witnesses that sign on the bottom ultimately are signing on everything above it. So the Gemara Zedklal, Zvan If I imagine for a moment you have a date, then Reuven and Rachel. Another date, Shimon and Leah. A third date, Levi and Bela. So now you have a date before each couple. That Rabbi Yochanan says individualizes the gitin. Once the gitin are individualized, then you can't say that the signatures of the witnesses on the bottom are attached to all the previous gitin. Reish Lakish and Reish Lakish says, Well, Saitapa Pezayim. No, Afilusman Echa Lukulan Nami Havitovis. So Reish Lakish says, It's nothing to do with the date. Right? Even one date still is a case of Tovis. Individualized gitten. So what's the case of Klal? Here we go. The cause of Anu Ploni Uploni Gerashnu Nishosenu Plonis Uplonis. So that boss is very interesting. Rish Lakish says, What's the case of Klal? The case of Klal is like this. We, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, have divorced our wives, Rachel, Leah, Bela, and Rivka. That's Klal. That's Klal. And I will say, that's everyone. So if you notice in this case, what's happening over here, according to Yish it's all written together. It's all written together. So as such, when you write it like that, and then you have the signatures of the witnesses on the bottom, so that's clear that those signatures are going on what? Going on what? All of the names and all of the getting above it. Incredible. Maskev Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Abba is Kash Rabbi Yochanan. So I'll say, so again, so Rabbi Yochanan telling us, Klal, Right? How do, you, how do you make all of these grouped? Remember, I say, our goal is clown. In general, our goal is to be a clown, right? Over here, again, our goal, right? The case that works over here is when everything is viewed as one cohesive unit. How do you create clown? According to Reish Lakish, one date. According to Rabbi Yochanan, by listing the names all together. We, names of husbands, are divorcing our wives, names of wives. That's klal. So maskev Rabbi Abba Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Abba is kasher Rabbi Yochanan. Damer zman echal kulan zeu klal. So I Rabbi Yochanan, you said one date makes it a klal. I lechosh dilma kichas musadi abaser hu dechasimi. I don't understand. Still, even if you have one date, even if you're one date, Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, so you have one date. That's very nice. But lamaisa, when the witnesses sign on the bottom, why don't we normally assume that when witnesses sign on the bottom of something, we'll say what they're really only signing on is the get that's on the bottom. As we'll say, in Rabbi Yochanan's model, remember, what do you have? He's saying, all you need is one date. But how is the document arranged? The document is arranged essentially as five independent kitten listed one after the other. So when the witnesses sign on the bottom of that document, why don't we just assume that they're signing on the bottom get? Why would you assume that they're signing on everything above it? After all, Milotai, did we not learn? It's an interesting, interesting case. Edim chasumen al she'elas shalom beget pasol chayshinon shema al she'elas shalom chasmo. So it's an interesting case. Imagine the following situation, right? Ruvain, Ruvain is divorcing his wife Rachel. So what does he do? He commissions a get, right? He wants to give the get to the witnesses to deliver to his soon-to-be ex-wife. And in the document itself, it also says, by the way, when you're going to deliver this wife, to, this wife, this get to Rachel, so, so Rachel's in Rachel's in Pikesville. Go ahead, I haven't seen my friend Shimon in a very long time. Please send him my best. 
Right? And Ruvain writes that in the... Di- he's very, he is a sensitive guy. Right? And, 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 and so Ruvain, Ruvain writes this in the document. He writes it in the... He actually writes it in the get. And the witnesses sign on that. So the Gemara says... The Gemara says... It's an invalid get. Why is it an invalid get? Because we're concerned that when the witnesses sign their names... What are they signing to? They're agreeing to deliver Shalom Aleichem to Shimon. That's what they're agreeing to. And I will say the logic behind that is because when you have something, something additional inserted in a get before the signature or in a document, before the signatures of the witnesses, the concern is that maybe the signature is going on that last item and not on the body and not on the previous body of the document. So so too over here, when you have five getting listed, very nice to be open that you have one date, but why not assume that Lamaisa, that Lamaisa the signatures of the witnesses are on the last get and not the previous ones. So, even in the case of the greeting, when is it problematic? It would probably be problematic if you write the body of the get and then you say, Shalu, Shalu, inquire about the welfare of my friend Shimon. That's puzzle. But if you write, Vishalu, you put in the Vav, so I will say again, that Vav is a connector. That Vav is a connector. So what does Vishalu mean? And inquire. What does and inquire mean? And inquire means in addition to that, which you are executing above, also go ahead and do this. So I will say that's going to be valid. Hachanami, dechsiv bey, ploni uploni, uploni. So I will say, Krenn on the way this cloud get is written is as follows. It says one date. So first of all, Zman Echad, one date. And then the way the Gitin are arranged is, Ruvain is divorcing Rachel. And Shimon is divorcing Leah. And Levi is divorcing Bela. And Yehuda is divorcing Rivka. So the Vav is by each of the names. That Vav, that connection Vav, ultimately is linking all of the independent Gitin in this document to be one cohesive Get unit, so that when the witnesses sign at the bottom, they're signing on everything above. Incredible. Vesu, Rabbi Yochanan Damar Zman holds that when there's an independent date before each of the individual gin, that's a tofes case. That's an individualized get case. My area mishum tofes. What do we about tofes? But say, don't you have a different problem, right? Which is ultimately, again, the assumption is that the date is not going to be reflective of the actual execution of the document, right? So Lamai said, don't we, don't we have to be concerned about a case of a get being written by day and ultimately not being signed at night? And as we both say, if you're going ahead, imagine get number one, you're dating of the uh, you know, 24th of Av. Okay, but now you're writing a whole bunch again. So by the time you go ahead and you sign that get, it's possible that what? That it's going to be the 25th of Av. Now we'll say, that's a problem. That's going to be a case of nechtav bayom and We learned this before, that when you write a get by day, sign it by night, it's a big problem because the date is not actually reflective of the actual date on which the get was executed. That could have a variety of different problems. No, the case we were talking about where, again, the sofer is a proficient sofer, and therefore the date written in the get itself, halach reflects the actual execution of the divorce. Incredible. So I will say, so again, so this is now all in the position of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan holds the klal case is one date. The toe-face case is multiple dates. Multiple dates. Fine. Says the Gemara. Amalei Ravina Ravashi. 
Ravina said to Ravashi, Rishlakish Tamarizman Echad Kulanami Tofe Savi, Krank to Rishlakish who holds, Rishlakish is not really concerned about the date. He holds that Halachalamaisi, even one date, is considered to be a Tofe's case. The Hechi Dami Klal. So, according to Rishlakish, what's the Klal case? What's the case where all of the Gitin are considered to be one cohesive get unit? Dixid Behachi says the following Anu, Ploni Uploni, Gerashno Nisho Seni Uplonis Uplonis. So I will say, so again, remember, according to Shlakish, the Klal case is where the get literally reads, we, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, have divorced our wives, or are divorcing our wives. Rachel, Leah, Bela, Rivka. So the Gemara says there's a problem with that. Nimsu, Shteinoshim, Iskarshos, Beget, Echad. I will say, are you running into a problem, ultimately, again, of two women being divorced with the same get? With the same get. So the Gemara says, Vatora Amra, the Kasavla, the Lo La Ulachavata. The Torah has been giving a get, the Kasavla has to be written for an individual woman, not to her and her friend. Not to her and her friend. And I will say, I just want to point out, isn't this a problem with all of these cases? So no, here, here's the difference. Yeah, I will say, in, in Rabbi Yochanan's model, really what you have is you actually have like a separate get written for each couple. They just happen to be on the same document. So that is considered to be separate gitin. In other words, from a halachic perspective, that satisfies the criteria of separate gitin. According to, according to H. Lakish, in order for this get to be effective, you have to mix all of the couples together, right? It's Reuven, Shimon, Lady Yehuda are divorcing their wives, Rachel, Leah, Bela, and Rivka. So when you're mixing everyone together, that's one get. So you're divorcing multiple women with one document, and it doesn't work. To which the Gemara says, say, first white line, Pezan Amdav, 87A, first white line, the other cause of Ploni Giresh Plonis, or Ploni Giresh Plonis. So I will say, what's the case? It's actually interesting. The case over here is after writing all of the names together, then what do you do? Then you break them up. So I will say, it's actually interesting. So in, in, in Rish Lakish's model, what you're going to have is like this. You're going to have, first it's going to say, Ruvain Shimon Levi Yehuda, are divorcing their wives, Rachel, Leah, Bela, and Rivka, right? And again, what that does is, that creates a get cohesion, so that the witnesses who sign on the bottom are signing on everything above it. Then after that, after that, then you write each couple individually. Oh, so once you write each couple individually, then ultimately, again, it's considered to be a separate get for each woman. Incredible, fascinating. So I'm there, Avinu Ravashi, why is it here from the following case? Why is it different than the case where I'll say if a person writes all of his property to two of his servants? Right? So in other words, I'll say, imagine for a moment, so right, Reuben has two servants. He writes all of his property to both servants. So what's Talacha? Kanu, they acquire themselves. And they're able to emancipate they're able to emancipate one another. So the Gemara says, We set up that case, so I'll say ultimately as a case of dealing with two shtaras. So we'll say we have a, we have a brisa that supports Rabbi Yochanan, that supports Rish Lakish. So we'll say, so again, pause here for just a moment. So we're still left with our fundamental machlokis. Here's what our Mishnah, let, let's just follow the train of thought over here. Here's what our Mishnah tells us. There is a model, there is a model of five men divorcing their five wives and using one document, right? And now, when we say divorcing one document, really what we're focusing on is, and, and using one set of signatures of witnesses. One set of signatures of witnesses. Okay, how does it work? So the Mishnah says, 
If it's klal, everyone's together, it works. If it's tofes, individualized, it doesn't work. What's the definition of klal, definition of tofes? Machlok is Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says, klal, one date. One date at the top, that brings everyone together, therefore the signatures on the bottom will work for everyone. Multiple dates, that's called toface, individualized. The signatures on the bottom will only work for the bottom most to get. Reish Lakish, no. Reish Lakish says, nothing to do with date. Reish Lakish says, at the end of the day, klal is all how you write it. If you first write it, uh, we, Reuven, Shimon, Lady Yehuda, are divorcing our wives, Rachel, Leah, Bela, Rivka, right? And then, that, as you just saw in the Gemara, then afterwards, each couple is broken out. That's called klal. That's called klal. Write it just from the beginning as separate couples. Ultimately, again, that's going to be toface, and the signatures will only work for the bottom most get. Incredible. So I'll say now we're going to have a price that supports both of these opinions. So here we go. So the price that supports Rabbi Yochanan, I'll say pay sign with Aleph 87A, four lines down into the wide lines. A price that supports Rabbi Yochanan. Chamisha shekasvu b'so chaget. If five men write one get together, and what do they write? Ish ploni megarish plonis, uploni plonis, uploni plonis. Right? So again, five men going ahead, right? This man divorced his wife, this man divorced his wife, this man, right? Vizman echalakulan, and one date, one date in the document. Vaidimilamato, and the witness is sung at the bottom of this document. Kulan ksherim, ultimately, again, all of the gitin are effective. Vetinosin lechol achas vaachas. And ultimately, again, the get obviously has to be given to each woman individually. However, again, if you have a different date for each get, and the witnesses are signed on the bottom, only the bottom get, which has the signatures of the witnesses attached to it, is going to be an effective get. Okay. Rabbi Huda Mabiser says, So it's interesting. Another sheet. Rabbi Huda Mabiser says, if there's a space in between the gitten, Ultimately, again, it will be puzzle. Ve'imlav kosher. But if not, if there's no space, ultimately, again, all the gitin will be effective. She'in zman mafsikon. For the date, zman, a separate date, does not divide up the gitin. So Rabbi Huda and arguing on Rabbi Yochanan. Fine. So both say, but that's primarily the b'risa that supports Rabbi Yochanan. Fine. Tanya kavase dirish lakish. A b'risa that supports dirish lakish. Chamisha shekasvu klal besochaget. If five men are using one document to divorce their wives and they write it in a joint fashion, anu ploni uploni, gerashnu in the show saying uplonis uplonis. Right? And they write, so how do they write to get? We, the husbands, Reuven, Shimon, Lady Yehuda, are divorcing our wives, Rachel, Leah, Rachel, Leah, Bela, and Rivka. And then afterwards, and then afterwards in the get, it says, ploni, girish plonis. And I will say, under that it says, Ruvain is divorcing Rachel, right? Ploni, Girish Ploni. Shimon is divorcing Leah. And there I saw, as what we just saw before, right? So first, everyone is mentioned together, husbands and then wives. Then afterwards, again, each couple is mentioned specifically. Uzman Echalakulon, and there's only one date. Va'idimilamata, and the witnesses sign on the bottom. Kulon, Ksherim, every, all of these gitin are kosher. Vitinos in the Chalachas, Va'achas. And which obviously you have to give it. To each of the individual women, women, if there's an individual date for each get, right? And a space in between each of the gin, and the witnesses are signed on the bottom. 
right? Only the bottom get ultimately is going to be kasher. Rabbi Meir Amr Meir says, Rabbi Meir says, even if there is no space in between the gitten, if there's a separate zman, if there's a separate date, ultimately, again, that divides up the gitten. I both remember again, anytime we're, whenever we talk about dividing up the gitten, that means the signatures of the witnesses are not going to apply to all the ones above. So I'll say, good. So that, that, that halacha, the Gemara says, are the two brises. So both Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish both have a brisa which supports their respective positions. Reish Lakish, my area zman l'chol echad ve'echad. Reish Lakish, again, ultimately, again, why are you bringing up a separate zman? Ha'amar zman echad l'kula nami tofes havi. Again, I will say, in Reish Lakish's view, the date is irrelevant. Let me, let me clarify that. Date, of course, is relevant. You need, you need this man and again. According to Shlakish, whether or not there's one date or multiple dates is not the determining factor as to whether or not something is clown or something is toeface. So why is that even being mentioned over here? To which the Gemara says, That's only true if you did not combine all of names. Well, remember again, in Rish Lakish's model, the ideal way to write the get is all of the husband's names, divorcing all of the wife's names. But over here, ultimately, again, where you combined everyone in the beginning, if ultimately, again, this man is there to divide it, yes. And if not, not. So bottom line, so, all right, so now, now we've seen now we've seen ultimately again the positions are Yochanan and Reish Lakish. So how do we paskin? How do we paskin? I will say. So again, remember one more time. So we are left with the fundamental machlokus of Yochanan and Reish Lakish. How to define the cases of cloud? How to define the case of Tovis? Remember from our Mishnah, from our Mishnah, multiple people utilizing the same document to divorce their individual wives ultimately could work as long as it's written in cloud form. Won't work if it's written in toe-face form. Here's what I know. Klal means everything is cohesive and together. Toe-face means everything is individualized. Right? Remember, what is our goal? Our goal is that the signatures of the witnesses below should be attached to all the previously written gin. What's the definition of klal? What's the definition of toe-face? So again, Rabbi Yochanan, definition of klal, one date. One date. That date makes everything below it into one cohesive unit. Ultimately, signatures of the witnesses at the bottom attach themselves to all the previous gin. Individual dates, that's tough face. Reish Lakish, no, nothing to do with dates. All about how you write the get. Individual gin, Ruvain divorces Rachel, Shimon divorces Leah, maybe divorces Rebelah. If, that, if that's the way it's written, that's tough face. Signatures of witnesses will only work for the bottom get, not for the previous ones. You combine everything, Ruvain, Shimon, Lady Yehuda are divorcing their respective wives, and then you individualize each couple, signatures on the bottom, that's a cloud get that works. How do we paskin? So both say the Rambam paskins, is actually, I mean, I don't know if it's a Lamaisa case, but the Rambam, the Rambam paskins, he says in Hilchos Gerushin, Parak Dalar Halacha Yudches, Chamisha Shekasvu Get Echa Lachamish Nishoseyen. Five men are utilizing one document to divorce their five wives. In Kasvu Beklau, Kigon Shekasvu Bekach Bishabes Gerush Ploni Laplonis, Uploni Laplonis. The Rabbim seems to pass in like Reish Lakish, and he says the Lashon over here is Girish Ploni Laplonis, Uploni Laplonis. So I will say the Rabbim has a little bit of a, of a hybrid model. What's this hybrid model? 
See, he doesn't hold. You don't need. You don't need. Uh, right. You don't. Right. You don't need grouping. In other words, remember in Rishlakish's pure model, what you needed was Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda are divorcing their wives. Rachel, Leah, Bela, and Rivka. And then underneath that, and then underneath that, you need Reuven is divorcing Rachel. Shimon's divorce. Dan says you don't need that. Rabbi says what you need is alright on so and so date Ruvain is divorcing Rachel ooh and or ve and Shimon is divorcing Leah and Levi is divorcing so we'll say it's that vav that we saw before so it's essentially adapting Reish Lakish that everyone has to be written together but you don't need husbands and then wives you just need each couple listed but what you need is that connector vav you need that connector vav linking each of the couples because that makes it clear that what? That then the signatures of the witnesses below are in fact going on all of the couples, all of the gitin above. Good. That's the Pesach of the Rabbah. Incredible. All right, Rabbah, so let's go back there. Says the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Okay, so we'll say, so let's go weiter. So, and we'll say, by the way, by the way, just, okay, so Michael Turniansky wrote on Zoom, okay, did I miss how this gets conveyed? Just to reiterate, how does this get conveyed? Remember again, we'll say, so this is, we're go, still going to Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, right? A de Messira Karsi. Remember, in order for a get to be effective, halacha lamaisa, you have to give it over in front of witnesses. So remember again, we'll say, how does this get conveyed? Remember, Ruben's going to take it first, he's going to give it to Rachel. What is Rachel going to do with it after she receives it? What is she going to do with it? She's going to give it back. She's going to give it back. Then Shimon's going to take it, and Shimon's going to give it to Leah, and this is going to repeat itself multiple times. Incredible. Mishnah, Shnei Gittin, Shekasu Zebet Sadzes, was another interesting case. What happens if you have two, two Gittin written one next to the other? So I imagine for a moment, you have, we have one piece of parchment. One piece of parchment, as opposed to the previous case where, you were, where multiple couples were divorcing, utilizing the same document here, Reuben is divorcing Rachel, Shimon is divorcing Leah. Two independent couples. They just happen to both be writing their gitten, their, their independent gitten on one piece of parchment. Oh, one piece of parchment. So, Alright, so this, this is actually really interesting. So, let's say, throw it just a moment. So, the halacha is, the halacha is, what do we mean Greek witnesses versus Hebrew witnesses? These are obviously all Jewish witnesses. The way that people in Eretz Yisrael would sign their names is the way that we sign our right, Hebrew names, which is name, Ben, your father's name. The way that the Greek Jews used to sign their names, interestingly enough, was their father's name first and then their name afterwards. Their name afterwards. That's the way they signed. Shabbos says, interestingly enough, what you have over here is as follows. Imagine for a moment you have two two gittin side by side. You have four witnesses in total. The first two witnesses under the gittin, I will say the way it's working over here, Rashi has a little bit of an image of this as well, right? The way this is working over here is the signatures of the witnesses span the entire area beneath the two gittin, right? So the gittin are in side by side. So if you can imagine, so you have four signatures beneath, beneath, beneath the gittin. The first two signatures are what we'll call Hebrew signatures. Hebrew signatures, right? Those signatures one and two. Signatures three and four are then going to be what we'll call the Greek signatures, which Allah again just means father's name first, son's name second. 
So Shnegin Shikaswan Zebitzadze Ushnaim Edim Ivrim Baimitachas Laze Latachas Ze Ushnaim Edim Yivanim Baimitachaz Tachaze. So I say so essentially you have four signatures of witnesses that are spanning underneath the get. So what's Talachum? So remember again, so really the get, the get which has signatures of witnesses attached to it, which is going to be the right get. So remember, you have two get inside by side. The right get is going to be the get ultimately again that has signatures of witnesses right underneath it. The first two signatures, which are the Hebrew signatures. That's going to be the valid get. As Shaidim Harishon Nikram Imo Kasher, Eid Echad Ivri Ve Eid Echad Yivani, Ve Eid Echad Ivri Ve Eid Echad Yivani, Boy Mitacha Zela Zesh named Sulim. They both say, so in case number one, you have two Hebrew signatures, two Greek signatures. Again, I will say, just again, you understand, everything's being written in Hebrew. The Hebrew versus Greek represents the style in which they would sign. So in case number one, two side by side Gitten, two Hebrew signatures, Two Greek signatures. They're both saying in that case, which get is going to be kosher? Only the right get. When looking at document, the right get. Why the right get? Because that's the get that has the two signatures right underneath it. The left get is going to be puzzle because it doesn't have two signatures right underneath it. Again, we'll challenge that in just a moment. Case number two, I will say, is you have Hebrew signature, Greek signature, Hebrew signature, Greek signature. The Gemara says in that, Mishnah says in that case, both getting are puzzle. Both get in our apostle. Why Emir Sashem will see in the Gemara? Says the Gemara, I will is kasher hai beruvein, vahai be ben Yaakov, vahai be ben Yaakov eight. So I will say, I don't understand. I don't understand. But Alokalamaisa, why, why can't, why can't both get Why can't both get be kasher? In other words, I will say, so Lamaisa, again, going back to the first case, we have two Hebrew signatures, two, two, two Greek signatures. Why can't the first get, why can't the first get, right, the right get, be kosher, ultimately again, through the two Hebrew signatures around the which it is, and why can't the second get, the left hand get, be kosher, with the Greek signatures on the bottom, because we'll remember again, think about this just a moment, for the Greek get, or I'll say, for the Greek get, which names are going to be underneath it, technically, which names are underneath it, the first names of the witnesses, because remember again, the way you sign in Greek, so to speak, is father's name and then the son's name, which means the father's name are on the right side, the son's names are on the left side, which essentially means the son's names are, un- meaning the witnesses' names, the witnesses' names are underneath the left side get. Again, you hear how that works? So, right, so again, on both sides. So, on the right, so remember, case the morning of the Mishnah, where you have two Hebrew witnesses, two Greek witnesses, right side get will be kosher because it's right attached to the two Hebrew witnesses. The Mishnah said, left side get is possible. Why should left side get be possible? Let left, left side get actually has the two names of the witnesses actually right underneath it, right? I mean, I mean, not directly underneath it. There's a space, but it's right directly underneath the signatures of the two Hebrew witnesses. Let it be, let it be kosher, ultimately, because again, remember again, the way you would normally, let's say for a moment, in Greek, if you're Ruven ben Yaakov, right? The way you would sign that get would be Yaakov ben Ruven Eid. Right? Yaakov ben Ruven Eid. Right? That, that's how you would sign it. Right, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You would sign it. Ruven ben Yaakov. If you're sorry. 
one more time. If you are, if your name is Ruvain and you're the son of Yaakov, the way you would sign that document again would be Yaakov ben Ruvain eight. So I will say, so right, father's name first and son's name second. That's how it works in Greek. So I will say what that means is now on the left hand side get you have Ruvain aid on the bottom. Well, Ruvain aid is actually an effective signature. That should validate the left-hand side get. After all, the Gemara says, ish ploni aid kasher. If you sign a document of also without your father's name, and you just sign your name aid, technically speaking, that's kasher. The Gemara answers where he didn't write aid. He didn't write aid, so just the name by itself without aid won't work. Maybe the other possibility is, the olim aid, vidiat inan hasima lav yakofu. And I will say, what's the case? The case is where he did write eight, but ultimately, again, we know that this is not the signature of Yaakov, but rather we know that ultimately it's a signature of his son. That's the problem over here, that it's from the document itself, we know that it's not Yaakov's signature. I, top of Pezayin, the Dilma Bishmadav Wachasim, maybe Allah Chalamaiset means that he's signing in his father's name. Lo Shavik in A son is not going to go ahead and leave aside his, his own name and sign the name of his father. The Dilma Simna Shabye, Bosai Pezayama base three lines down, maybe he made his father's signature into a simon. Taharav Tsayir Kura, Virav Khanina Kharusa, Ravchista Samech, Ravoshia Ayin. Well, so we see multiple examples of people who didn't sign with actual signatures, but rather again signed with symbols. For example, we saw this before. Rav used to sign a fish, that was his signature. Right? Rav Khanina a palm tree, Ravchista a samech. Rav Hoshia and Ayin. Rav Arafuna, Tsayar Makusa, a master of a ship. To which the Gemara Ultimately, again, a son is not going to make his father's signature into a simon. Right? He's not going to relegate his father's signature into a simon. I will is kasher high bishne edim ivrim. Will is kasher high bishne edim yivanim. But I don't understand. Why do we have to get into all of this? I will say. Why can't, why can't, remember again, I will say, here's what we're, we're focused on over here. Right, in the case of, right, two getting side by side, and the case number one of the Mishnah, where you have two Hebrew witnesses, two Greek witnesses. The Mishnah Paskin, right side get is kasher, which makes sense. Why is right side get kasher? Why? It has the two Hebrew witnesses right there. Left side get is going to be possible. Why? Why, the Gemara says, why can't we just simply say, why can't right side get be kasher because of the two Hebrew witnesses, which it is, which it is, and why can't left side get simply be kasher with what? With two Greek witnesses. In other words, I will say, in the first, in the first stage of this Mishnah, we're trying to figure out how could we validate the left side get essentially by utilizing the names of the second name in the Greek signature. Remember, again, I will say, What's the second name in the Greek signature? What's the second name? That's the name of the actual witness himself. So trying to figure out a way, how could we just validate it using that? And I, because we know it's not the signature, of, it looks like it's the signature of the father, but it's not the signature of the father. I, maybe he's using his father's name as a symbol. Why do you have to get into all of that? Why can't we just simply validate left hand get through Greek signatures? Through Greek signatures. After all, we learned this none. It was actually the next Mishnah. Get Shekhasvu Ivris. The Adav Yevanis, if you have a get that was written in Hebrew, but you have Greek witnesses who signed, Yevanis the Adav Ivris, or it's written in Greek, and you have Hebrew witnesses who signed, Kasher, ultimately it works. So why are we getting all worked up about this? 
Why can't left hand get simply be validated, I will say, through signatures three and four on the document, which are Greek signatures? In other words, a Greek signature, which again, I will say one more time, is a signature written in Hebrew. Just the difference is the Greeks would put their father's name first before their own name. That is a valid signature for Gittin purposes. So why not just validate left side get with signatures three and four, which are Greek signatures? No, no, no. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I will say, what's the problem with validating get left get with signatures three and four? What's the problem? You have space between the document and the signatures of the witnesses. And I will say, that is not a good thing. Right, to have space. Anytime you have space in between the document and signatures, never good. Because Lamaise, again, that leaves, that leaves room for all kinds of potential forgeries or just inappropriateness with the document. So Chizkiya says, I will say, in general, whenever you have empty space and again, you can fill up that empty space with whatever you want, even with the signatures of relatives. Relatives. The idea is we just don't want dead space. So the Gemara says, so Ziri says, that's true ultimately again when the Maisa both are Ksherim. So what's the problem over here? To which the Gemara says, Vatana Didan Dilma Gundalis. Gundalis Chasim. So I will say, okay, so now the Gemara says, you're right, what's the problem of Rabosai? So this is a problem of good old Gundalus, right? What, right? What's, what's Gundalus? So I will say, take a look at Rashi for just a moment. You see Rashi's Dilma Gundalus Chasam? It's, it's, it's a little bit further down, further down in the Gemara. So Gundalus Chasam, Bahai Yevanim Chayshina, Dilma Gundalus Chasam, Chat Pimeo Shema Yevani Harishon, so listen to this. Gundalus means, I will say, that we are concerned about essentially confusion. Here's what we're about in this case. So here's what we know. You've got two signatures, you've got two documents side by side. We have four witnesses. The first two are Ivrim, the second two are Yivanim. What we're concerned about is after the first two Ivrim sign, and now the Yivanim are ready to sign. So, we'll say, so remember again, how does your typical Greek Jew sign his document? How does he sign? Father and then son. Or we'll say, what we're concerned about is like this. Maybe the Yivanim are going to see that they're signing after Ivrim. So they're going to say to themselves, you know what? Literally, you know, when in Greece, right? Right, 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 right in Rome. So they're going to say, you know what? We should really sign like the Ivrim also. And what are they going to end up doing? They're going to end up inverting their signatures the way we do it, putting their name first and the father's name second. Meanwhile, we're assuming that since they're Greek, since they're Greek witnesses, they're putting their father's name first. So if I was say, it could turn out that what? It could turn a whole variety of different ways. So maybe Greek witness one ends up signing like a Hebrew. And maybe Greek witness two ends up signing like the Ivani. So it could turn out what you thought was two, all right, what you thought was Two signatures on get one and two signatures on get two could really turn out to be three signatures on get one, one signature on get two, four signatures on get one. So, so essentially the Gemara says is once you have this hybrid situation of Hebrew witnesses and Greek witnesses, the only thing we know for sure is that get one, which is the right hand get, has two signatures. 
anything after that already becomes, or already opens it up itself for confusion, and therefore get number two will be possible. So remember again, the Mishnah then said, case number two about said was, where you have one Hebrew witness, one Greek witness, one Hebrew witness, one Greek witness. I, the Liskasher, Haibe, Sebo said, the Mishnah said that's not good. The Liskasher, Haibe, Eid Echad, Ivri, the Eid Echad, Yivani, the Haibe, Eid Echad, Ivri, the Eid Echad, Yivani, the Hotnan, Eid Echad, Ivri, the Eid Echad, Yivani, Kasher. So we'll say, so once again, the Gemara asks, I don't understand, why should that be a problem to have one Hebrew witness, one Greek witness, one Hebrew witness? Just go ahead, let right get be Kasher with the first two signatures. And get to be kosher with the second two signatures. The people say, same idea. On a, on a stamaget, there's no problem with having one Hebrew witness and one Greek witness. So why is it problematic? The people say, Tush Tumar gives the same answer. Dilma gundalis chasam utlasa echad vechad echad. The people say, it's the same exact thing that we said before. What's the concern? What's the concern? Gundalis. See, the say, the concern is that what's going to happen is, we'll say, it's an interesting thing. Interesting thing about human nature and the need for conformity. So let's say, what are we concerned about? The Greek witness is going to see how his Hebrew counterpart is signing. And what is he going to do? He's going to switch his signature. So unbeknownst to us, he's actually signing like an ivory. Which then means, Rabbi said, that you could have a case, ultimately, again, of where you don't have two signatures on one, get two signatures on another. Get rather, you could have three on one, or four on one, whatever the variation. Therefore, halacha lemaisa, that's not going to work. So therefore, I will say, bottom line, halacha lemaisa is two cases in the Mishnah, two side-by-side getting, being written on the same piece of parchment. If you have a case of two Hebrew witnesses and then two Greek witnesses, right get will be kosher, left get will be possible. If, however, again, you have it signed one Hebrew witness, one Greek witness, one Hebrew witness, one Greek witness, or any variation of that, Halach Lamai says it's not going to work. Why? We're concerned ultimately, again, because of Gundulas. And Gundulas, Rabbi means the concern that maybe, again, the Greek witnesses will also invert their signatures to fit in with the Hebrew witnesses. And it turns out that each get doesn't really have the coverage that you originally thought had. Rabbi we'll stop over here for today. Shkoyach.